millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Papi English Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you learn English. My name is Sam and I am your English teacher. And in today's podcast, we're going to start a new series called English Around the World. In this series of the podcast, we meet different English speakers from all parts of the globe who use English as a fundamental part of their life. We're going to learn about their life stories and also about their countries and cultures. And then we're going to learn how they use English in their careers or in their daily life. And finally, we're going to get their best advice and tips for learning and improving English. So let's meet our first guest, Sergio from Brazil. So everybody, I want to introduce you today to Sergio, who's our first guest on this podcast, English Around the World. It's such a pleasure to speak to you, Sergio. Can you tell everyone a little bit about you and where you're from and where you live? Because Sergio is really an interesting guy. He's a medical student and an English teacher. So Sergio, go, tell us about you. Hi Sam, thank you so much for inviting me. It's a, glad, it's a pleasure to be here and it's an honor to be the first guest. And yeah, my name is Sergio. I'm Brazilian, but I'm currently living in Argentina. My name is pronounced, is pronounced Sergio in Portuguese and Sergio in, 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 in Castellano and in, in Spanish. But yeah, I'm 23 years old and I am a not young English teacher, but I love it. <laughs> Okay, so what is it like for a Brazilian guy living in Argentina? What is that like? Is it fun? Yeah, it's, it is fun, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of challenging. Now, Brazil and Argentina, they have, we have a sort of a trade um, because of soccer, football. In, in, in the UK, it's called football, right? Yes. I have a little bit of American English. It's called soccer. But anyways, we have a field. But yeah, um, it's challenging. I love to live in here. We have a lot of Brazilians here. We, we seek for studying 
medicine. Yeah, but it's challenging because of, of the language. It's, you know, they speak Spanish in here and Brazil speak Portuguese. It's, mm -hmm. it's a lot similar, both languages, but the pronunciation is totally different and some words are different. So that is the challenging part. Okay, very interesting. So you speak um, Portuguese, obviously, because that's your mother tongue, and you also speak Spanish, and you also speak English fantastically well, no? So um, what inspired you to learn English? How did you learn English, Sergio? Oh, um, actually, my family, uh, I mean, my aunt, she, she, my aunt, she, she speaks English, and she teaches me from a very young age I always tell my students I was literate in English. At the same time, I was learning how to read and how to write in Portuguese. I was learning how to read and how to write in English. So I, I tell them I was literate in, in English. Um, and yeah, that inspired me. And as a, I was learning English at such a young age, I, I think I, I built this love for the language. So... Um, English is a part of my life. English is a part of everyone's life. You know? It's the most uh, spoken language in the world, one of the most spoken languages in the world. So, yeah. That's quite a different story compared to mine. The fact that you yeah. learn English from such a young age, almost like as you were learning Portuguese, your native language. For me, yeah. I didn't start learning other languages until I was 16, 17 years old. So it's a completely different story, but it must be a massive advantage um, because when you're a kid, you absorb all of the language uh, so well. That's really cool. So you still have a passion for English language today? Oh, yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Uh, I mean, it's, it's my, my job. You know, uh, I teach English and I, apart from loving the language, I love to teach the language uh, because uh, in Brazil or in Argentina, people have this fear of learning English because it's really difficult or I mean, the pronunciation is really hard for us Latins. But the thing is, I, I try my best to, I, I don't know, tell them that this is not, you, you don't have to fear English. It's not a hard language to learn. It's a beautiful language. And that's the challenging part of my, my profession. You know, tell my students that you should learn with proud and you should learn with excitement because it's a beautiful language and you don't have to fear it at all. Absolutely. I agree. Like, it's really important that you enjoy to love speaking the language, love using the language. It doesn't matter if you make mistakes or, you know, nobody's really judging you if you have an accent or anything like that. It's about enjoying it. And if you enjoy the language, then you're going to speak it really well as well. So I think that's a really good message to, to tell your students and hopefully um, it's working well. What kind of, what are your students? Are they children? Are they adults, teenagers? Uh, now they are my students. As like me, because uh, um, um, well, mostly they are teenagers and adults, but now my public's more like my students because English is really important to college, especially for, for medical school. You now all the scientific articles are in English, so now I have this course called English for Future Doctors, 
um, where we will learn instrumental English, English for specific purposes, where we'll learn technical vocabulary, technical uh, speeches, all the this this technique parts of uh, of reading like skimming and scanning. That's all about necessary to to have a, a great course in the university. That's incredible. So you're teaching English and you're a medical student. How how do you juggle all of these things? How do you do all these things at the same time? I have no idea. I have no clue. <laughs> I mean, uh, I love both of, of these things. I love to teach and I love to study. Yeah, that, I think that's the secret. You have to love studying and I love study. I love to study and um, medicine is amazing. It's beautiful. You know, I, cho- I, I, cho- I chose this profession, but teaching is my vocation. And I, I don't know how am I juggling, but I, I'm making it and I'm really proud of that. But the, the thing is that you have to have discipline. I think that's the secret as well. And I'm, I'm having a lot of discipline and trying to manage both of these worlds. And I'm, I'm doing, doing okay. And so now. <laughs> That's amazing. And it must be a real inspiration, you know, because we're all very, very busy. And a lot of um, students ask me, like, teacher, how can I do my full time job and find time to study English? Or And you are basically studying full time and teaching English. So. How do, you, how do you do that? Do you have a strict schedule or is it just when you have some free time, you start teaching? How do you manage your time? Uh, yeah, I have a strict schedule, um, mostly now that I'm opening this new course for, for my students. And um, I have to be really disciplined and follow the schedule. And I, and I mean, I, I don't have to worry just about teaching. I have to worry about selling my course and I have to worry about studying for exams, for the final exams that I, are, are coming next. And yeah, I have this strict schedule where I have time to study, where I have time to work on, on my Instagram page. Uh, because I, I thought it would be easy, easy to you know, manage Instagram, but it's not at all. It is not at all. Uh, so I have to have time to manage my Instagram page. I have to have time to, to sell my, my courses and I have to have time to teach, which is my favorite part of the day where, when I, I'm teaching. You're a busy, busy man. Uh, yeah, busy man. Such a a, I do agree. There is a beautiful aspect of teaching that I love is the social contact you have with the students. It's really enjoyable. Uh, thing to do especially when you've got a great class of enthusiastic uh, students and as you mentioned you've also got an Instagram page Um, at the end of the podcast everybody make sure you listen to the end so you can find out how to find all of uh, Sergio's Instagram and soon he's also starting a podcast tomorrow I think is that right Sergio? Tomorrow I'm starting a new podcast. Yeah, Amazing that is amazing okay So Sergio, you obviously use English um, a lot with your studies and also teaching English, but is English important in your daily life, in your social life, um, living in Argentina? Absolutely. Absolutely important. Um, Not only living in Argentina, but living in Brazil, it was important as as well. I always tell everybody I cannot count. I lost count of how many doors were opened simply 
because I speak two languages. Uh, English is really important. Spanish is really important. No, uh, because it's all about interpersonal relationships. You know, and, and if you can speak different languages, these personal uh, relations are are bigger, right? And 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 it, and it opens more doors all the time. And I'm talking about all kinds of doors: academics, professional, you know, relationships. All kinds of doors were opened just because of the fact that I speak two languages, and I use it every day. Use it every day. You now English is everywhere, so it's really important. Uh, I mean, in, in the college, at college, I, I, I have this facility of of learning new subjects because facility um, this easiness of learning new new, new subjects because uh, because of English because somehow. I'll, every article is in English so I have this this bonus I guess yeah. and of course you know um, you're learning English still now I guess because we never stop learning even I learn new stuff in English new vocabulary Sergio what was the biggest difficulty for you uh, learning English was there anything that you found particularly difficult and how would you help other people if they had that problem Oh, um, the thing is, uh, maybe is to start thinking in English. You know, to to the words come out of my la of my mouth automatic automatically. Uh, that's the hard part because somehow when we we are learning a new language, it's really structured. We have like a a pattern of speaking. So we think in our mother tongue, and then we translate to the language we want to speak, and then we speak. But somehow when you practice a lot. Uh, it, it comes out naturally, it, it, it comes out automatically. I mean, I'm not thinking in Portuguese to speak to you. No, I'm thinking straight into English and we're, we're talking, right? So this was a hard process. I mean, I studied English for 15 years, 15 years. I'm still learning, obviously. Um, it doesn't mean that I, I'm an English teacher that I won't make mistakes. Obviously, I'll make mistakes. And uh, obviously, I cannot stop learning. Uh, I learn a lot of things every day. So that's the hard part to come out naturally. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely very difficult. It's also a problem that I have a lot. Um, speaking of languages as well, I tend to translate. And then you say, for example, if I'm talking in Italian, I would say Italian sentences, but with an English structure. So that's a real difficult thing to um, start uh, thinking in the language and thinking like an Italian or thinking like an English speaker because it's a different mind process. It's a different way of thinking as well, which is the amazing thing about learning a language because you start thinking like the people from that country and generally they have another way of thinking. So people say learning a language is like learning another way of living as well. Like uh, I also learned Spanish and Portuguese. And when I learned Spanish and Portuguese, I was like, wow, these people don't think like we think. They have a completely different outlook on life. The way they see life is different. That's about it. That's about um, it. Yeah. Amazing, Sergio. So if you have one piece of advice for English learners, do you have a, a one piece of golden advice for English learners on how they can incorporate English into their daily lives, the one piece of advice you can give? 
try and immerse English as much as you can. So listen to music, um, watch TV series, watch Netflix, watch everything you can in English, because uh, once you immerse the language, you you can have a better audition comprehension, and that will definitely uh, make your speaking better. And just try and immerse and try to practice as much as you can. And don't, don't be afraid to make mistakes. You will make mistakes. And that is part of the process. So don't worry. We all make mistakes. And please stop uh, asking, uh, uh, stop saying sorry. Oh, sorry for my bad English. Don't say sorry for your bad English. You know, you're trying to learn a new language. You, you will make mistakes. So don't apologize for your bad English. You're trying. You're trying your best. That's Absolutely. my advice. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Stop apologizing. Although Stop apologizing apologize. is very English because in England we say sorry <laughs> for absolutely everything. Um, but yeah, so you said watching movies is a, or watching series is a great one to incorporate the language into your life. Do you have any recommendations? Because my, my students are always looking for recommendations for, for movies and, and, and series. Uh, I, I'm not... Uh, a, very much of a movie guy. I, I, I don't have the patience, but uh, I can always uh, indicate like series. I'm watching this series currently called Atypical. Are you familiar with that? It's about a, an autistic boy. And it's, um, is it a British series or American? American. It's American series. It's on Netflix, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple of episodes. Um, I haven't watched all of it, though. Um, okay, so you recommend that. What type of series is it? I don't know. Comedy, I guess. Mm. Probably. But I, I really like comedy. A little bit of drama. I don't know. Yeah. But it's, it's really realistic. You know, it, it shows the, the real life of an autistic person. Mm-hmm. And it's really relatable if you know somebody with autism in the spectrum, say, right? And yeah, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. And I, I don't have, you know, the, the routine to watch series or anything, but now I'm, I'm watching it and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, absolutely. But if you have some downtime, some free time and you want to relax, instead of watching a series or film in your own language, why don't you try watching one in English and those little changes in your lifestyle, the way you live, um, it's going to make the difference to your English as well. So I think it's really good advice. Um, thank you, Sergio. So um, next question for you. Um, do you have any future dreams or aspirations, maybe with languages, maybe with English? My, uh, my dream is to be a polyglot. You know, I speak three languages, but I want to speak five languages or even more. You know, uh, this year I was learning Italian, but I had to, to stop it because, you know, my schedule is really tight, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, my dream is to, to be a polyglot. And I, I don't know, it's really plausible and I think it's, it's really near me and I can assure that I'll make it. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. You've got the right attitude. You've got the right um, work ethic. And if you could learn another language, which language would you learn? Would it be Italian? Yes, definitely Italian. 
yeah, definitely Italian. I think it's a beautiful language and it's, you know, it's Latin. So, I'm not saying it, it, it is easier to me, but it's not more familiar, I guess. And as many of the listeners know, I'm, I'm living in Italy. Have you ever been to Italy before? Uh, no, uh, the only country I know outside Brazil is Argentina. But yeah, uh, uh, another part of my dream is to get to know all, all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. You should. And Italy is absolutely beautiful. You would love it. I imagine. <laughs> and the food is amazing. The food is the, the best food for sure. I can't say in the rest of the world, but in Europe, you're going to get the best food in Italy. So if you love food and you love traveling, definitely you should come here. Um, so Sergio, we're coming towards the end of the podcast now. It's been lovely speaking to you. We've had some amazing advice. I'm sure everybody who's listening to this podcast is going to find it really, really useful. I've, I found it really, really interesting as well. Um, how can people find you and follow you um, on social media, on your podcast, etc.? Right. So I have this Instagram page. It's called at Grupo Serotonina. It's like serotonin group, but in Portuguese. It's my Instagram page. It started as a me- medical content. But now it's medical slash idiomatic content because that's what I love, right? And that's my platform where, where I relate to students and my public. And tomorrow we'll be coming out with a podcast called Serotocast. And we'll be talking about uh, language learning and how challenging it is to delegate both of my worlds between being a medical student and you know, being an English teacher, and not only an English teacher, but I'm also a Spanish teacher now. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. So definitely, guys, go and check out um, all of Sergio's links that will be in the description as well. You can go and listen to his podcast. Make sure you uh, find him on social media as well. I love what Sergio is doing, especially with the like medical focus. I think that's really useful. I know some doctors myself who uh, really are looking for those technical terms and uh, they're looking for a great English teacher who can explain it to them. Because to be honest with you, I'm not the best. I have very little knowledge of medical terms. (laughs) So definitely if you are in medicine, go and check out Sergio, but go and check him out anyway, because he's a top guy and an amazing English teacher. Thank you very much, Sergio, for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, it was amazing. It was amazing, part- amazing participating. And I'm so glad you invited me. I'm so honored. And it was amazing. I loved it, every part of it. So thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. It was a pleasure to have you on. And I can't wait to speak to you again. And good luck with your podcast. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So there we go. That was so much fun talking to Sergio in the first episode of English Around the World on the Papi English podcast. We're going to get English teachers, speakers, and people who use the English language from all over the planet on this podcast. So loads of episodes coming up. Make sure you don't miss them. Thank you so much again for Sergio for being the first guest on this series. This has been the Papi English podcast. Puppy English is practice and perfection in English. Thank you very much again for listening. And I will speak to you guys in the next podcast. Bye.